if feeling like a fraud is preventing you from showing up and living your authentic purpose is preventing you from being of service in the way that you were born to be of service, then it's really not doing anybody any good. Welcome to the Crazy Little Thing Called Life podcast with your host, the lovely Megan Thompson. Megan is a spiritual life and business coach, Akashic Record Practitioner, and all things crushed velvet lover. If you're keen to create more than just a living, but a life and business you love, you're in the right place. Bursting with practical and spiritual tools, tips and tricks that you can enact today to get out of your own bloody way. So grab a cuppa and shield your wee one's ears. You can count on Megan and her guests to use cheeky adult language and inappropriate humor on this crazy little thing called life. I have to admit something. I have felt like a fraud a lot in my life. I can't tell you the amount of times I felt like a fraud in my life and my business. If this is something you're navigating right now, stay tuned. I went down the rabbit hole with this one and dove into the psychology behind it, into the soul behind it, and it is juicy. All right, so what we're going to dive in today is what feeling like a fraud feels like, the power behind this feeling, and what you can do to shift from holding you back into launching you forward. I want to be really, really transparent. I have let the feeling of feeling like a fraud hold me back in many areas of my life. Just today, I was reading an old journal entry from like five years ago that said, build a massively successful business based on love. You see, it has taken me five years and more to show up in the way that I do. Because as much as I wanted this, as much as I journaled about it, as much as I dreamed about it, there were deep, deep feelings that it would always be untainable, that I wasn't good enough, and that someone would find out that I didn't have my shit together. That's why I've seen huge peaks in my business, success, followed by massive valleys. That's why I've had months where I've exceeded my financial goals and blown my mind, only to be followed by months where I didn't generate enough income to even cover my basic business expenses. So this piece, this feeling like a fraud, I have this hypothesis that it is actually a growth edge. And we have two options. We can go the ego way, which is, it feels a lot like grinding up against life. It's a lot of frustration. It's a lot of forcing. It's difficult. It's hard. Or we can go the way of our authentic self, our purpose, full self. We can follow our purpose. And there's this great acronym and you're going to either love it or hate it because <laughs> this word is can be really triggering for people. But ego is edging God out. And I love that. When we're in our ego, we're pushing away our true self, our most vast, expansive self. And what I mean by that is I want you to think of a time. I want you to try it on like that cashmere sweater, that time, that feeling when you are truly in your flow zone, when you're in your zone of genius, when you are embodied in yourself, when you, everything just feels right. It's that like, ah, oh, this is so good. Maybe you felt that romantically. Maybe you felt that in the bedroom. Maybe you felt that playing music. 
I know I feel it when I play music. Um, maybe you've felt it doing your work or coaching or being uh, a mentor, doing tarot readings for people, doing astrology readings, whatever it is for you. I want you to feel that feeling that being in deep alignment with your truth yourself. This is the feeling that this podcast is here to support you to show up to do. Because I firmly believe with every neuron in my brain and every cell in my body and every pump of my heart that when we operate from this space, we are doing what we are meant to do. And we are of massively high service, not only to ourselves, but our friends, our family and the world at as a whole. And I think right now, more and more, we need people who are in this space. Because as we all know, as we can look around, there's a lot of healing that needs to happen. And there's a lot of awakening and an opening to what we're doing to our planet and what we do to each other that needs to be shifted. And I believe this is an inside job. It happens within. This is why I call it a growth edge because it's uncomfortable. It's a stretch. And I, whenever we are expanding more deeply into our soul-led self, we're, we hit these growth edges where our ego wants to bring us back to homeostasis. And so there's actually a psychological term for this feeling like a fraud. It's called imposter phenomena or the imposter experience. And it plays a significant role as you grow into your ability to experience success at deeper levels. So I reached out to my online community and I asked, have you ever felt like a total fraud? And the response honestly was not surprising. One woman said, oh, this one is something that truly hits me hard. I feel like a fraud all the time. Those feelings and the way they manifest in my self-discipline are definitely holding back, holding me back. That thought like thoughts like, oh shit, all these people are praising me and looking up to me and are gonna realize I have no right to be up here, run the show. So I just want to think about I want you to think about the times you have felt that way, where you have maybe really put yourself out there. Sometimes you can call it like a vulnerability hangover or you have put yourself out there and you've gotten this wave of response. That's like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then you just want to like hide, which honestly, to be completely transparent, that is how I felt. I have felt about this podcast because the response has been tremendous and I'm so honored, but part of me wants to go and hide. And that's, that's not why I'm doing this, right? I'm doing this to not be in the edging God out stage of life. I'm moving this to be in my growth edge. And I have to share this. So JLo was talking about how she came out with her first song and it went number one and her first album went number one and then her first movie went number one. And she felt like, yeah, I'm killing it. And then everyone was like, she can't sing. She can't dance. She can't act. She's just a pretty face. Uh, her butt is so big, which it is nice, big and voluptuous. She's beautiful. And she realized after hearing all of that, she started to think, yeah, this that's true. And she said it really hurt her for a long time. Then she said she couldn't let people who didn't know her shape what she thought of herself. 
She couldn't let people who didn't know her shape what she thought of herself. And when we're in imposter phenomena, when we're in feeling like a fraud, that's often what we're doing. Think about where you may be holding yourself back or where you may be feeling like a fraud in your life. And ask yourself, am I feeling this way because I'm afraid of what people on the internet are going to think of me? Like legit, am I feeling this way because I'm afraid of what these people at my daughter's school are going to think of me or these people that I don't even know that are friends of friends are going to think of me? Like get real with where you're at and, and look at it. So how does this manifest, right? How does this imposter syndrome, how does this feeling like a fraud manifest in our lives? Well, so the term imposter phenomenon or imposter experience was coined by Dr. Clance and Dr. Dr. Imes in their paper called The Imposter Phenomena in High Achieving Women. And what's really interesting about this paper is that they did a study of over 120 women who were in... um, PhD studies, like very highly educated women who felt like imposters, right? So they were doing extremely well in all their exams. They were doing, they were being praised by all of their teachers and they felt like someone was just going to find out that they, they weren't any good, that they were actually a failure, that it was total fluke. That's kind of this underlying thing that your success is a total fluke. (laughs) And what's so interesting about that to me is that when we are in purpose, when we are in our flow, it is easy. Things are easy. And I'm not saying that things aren't ever going to be challenging or difficult because yes, they are going to be challenging and difficult at times. However, when we're in our zone of genius, when we're in our flow, sharing our gift is so easy. And oh God, I see this so much so often when I do these purpose readings, these Akashic readings, where I am working with a client and they don't realize that their natural gift, what comes to them so easily, is what they're meant to be sharing with the world. Solely because it comes so easily, it doesn't feel like it should be that easy. And I help them see that, hey, like you've got a natural gift, say it's holding space. You're really good at listening. In this world, there are so few people who can stop and listen and really be present. And you carry this as a strength. Do you do this in your business? Do you value this? Or is it something you just give away for free all the time? And then do you do you feel like you're being taken advantage of, right? Because then there's the boundary. When we charge for our gifts, when we have that exchange, when we exchange money for our inherent gifts, there's that very, there's like, it re- creates a respect container where your gift is valued and received and the person who receives it will implement it more than if you were just giving it away for free. So that's kind of my tangent on knowing your gifts and not giving them away for free. Okay, but let's dive back into this imposter phenomena. So when I when I define when the way that I would define it is really feeling like you're going to be found out that your success that everything you're offering up that what comes so naturally to you is a fluke and that people are noticing that it's great is is 
um, is totally a fluke. And the way that Dr. Clance and Dr. Imes defined it is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. (laughs) That internalized fear is our growth edge, right? That I'm going to be found out as our growth edge. So this is our opportunity to do one of three things. And the three steps that I'm going to share with you today are something I want you to implement, but they're implementing at a, at a deeper internal level. So it's working in those inner realms to shape your external reality. And I, so I was having a really hard time getting this episode organized because I really had the science of it. And then I had kind of the passion behind it, but something was missing. And I sat in front of my altar and my altar is my record player because music is something that makes me feel very like easily shift into soul zone. And I put on cat power and I got into meditation land on my sheepskin And I closed my eyes and I started asking these questions and asking for the answers because I need them as much as you may be needing them right now. And the three steps that I got was step one, you need to trust that what is bigger than you knows the way. You need to trust that what is bigger than you knows the way. And what that means is your purpose is bigger than you. When you are in your ego of who are these people that I don't know, who like, what are these people that I don't know going to think about me? You're, you're staying really small and we all do this. I do this. The person that's sitting next to you right now does this. You do it. We all do this to some varying extent. However, we can be conscious of it and we can shift. And so shifting into knowing and trusting that the purpose that is pulling you forward is, is bigger than you and it knows the way. So where you are right now is exactly where you need to be. Where you are right now is exactly where you need to be. And you're being given an opportunity to trust more deeply to lean in more deeply, to lean into that edge, to get quiet, to pause. Okay, step two, you are not meant to control the outcome. You are not meant to control the outcome. (laughs) There's a lot of surrender in this, right? Surrendering, allowing, receiving, letting go of how you think it's supposed to be and opening yourself up to what it could be. And this is a lot easier said than done. I want you to like, if you are starting to tighten up in your body, or if you're starting to feel like, how am I supposed to, you know, really heal this feeling of like, I'm a fraud, if I'm supposed to, you know, not control the outcome? Well, lean in. Why is that uncomfortable? Why does that make you uncomfortable? Take a deep breath. Imagine that you're, you've got this, this mother figure who is holding you and who knows the outcome is going to be only for your best and is guiding you and inviting you to really take these 
empowered steps in your own direction, right? As, as parents, you know, when you're raising your children, you're supporting them to make their own empowered decisions. And, and so you have this great mother, this great universal mother, mother, this great expansive guide who's doing the same thing for you and supporting you to make empowered decisions. And the empowered decision is the decision that feels like home in your body. And it will, when you're at that stress, stretch, stress, when you're at that stretch point, when you are on that growth edge, that's totally what it feels like. All right. And step three, this one I love, stop micromanaging your miracles. Stop micromanaging your miracles. If you're feeling like a fraud, if you're feeling like you're going to get found out, it means that you're onto something big. It means that what you are growing into, what you're stretching into is big and important and valuable. And you have important things to share with the world. So stop micromanaging how it shows up. We do this when we're afraid that we're actually not going to get what we want. So we we start to micromanage how it should show up. And that permeates every area of our life. We start to micromanage how we're supposed to show up for ourselves. And then we start to micromanage how our partner's supposed to show up for us. And then we start to micromanage how our kids are supposed to show up for us. And then we start micromanaging how the outside world is supposed to show up for us. And then next thing you know, you feel like you have to control everything around the whole world. And that's not actually how it works. The only thing that you have control over is how you respond to things in the outer world, and how you navigate and traverse your own inner world. And that's literally all you can do. And so when you create a harmonious space in your inner world, when you lean into the trust and when you come into your own authentic purposeful state, that part that's bigger than you, then you stop micromanaging the miracles because you know that they're coming and then you start to see the miracles in droves in every area of your life. The, the miracle can be so small. It could be, you know, oh gosh, I just really wish that I had a soda water right now. And your partner will walk up and just put one in front of you. Or it can be something as big as, oh, I really want to sign, you know, on three new clients. And then you have three new inquiries in your inbox, whatever it is, stop micromanaging how it's supposed to show up. Okay. So I know that's a lot of interesting information, right? So here you are living and navigating all the things and you catch yourself in the flow zone. You're being of service. You're creating some awesome work. You're getting paid to be you. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. The imposter phenomenon strikes, right? And then like a ton of bricks, feelings and thoughts start to race through your mind. I feel like a fucking fraud. Who am I? There are so many more qualified people out there. What if they find out I don't have my shit perfectly together? I need another credential. And then you're like, oh my God, what were Megan's three steps? Okay. I need to trust that what is bigger than me knows the way. I am not meant to control the outcome and I need to stop micromanaging my miracles. And Gay Hendricks has such a good addition to this. He wrote the book, The Big Leap, which I love and highly recommend. And he says, each of us has an inner thermostat setting that determines how much love, success, and creativity we will allow ourselves to enjoy. When we exceed our inner thermostat setting, we will often do something to sabotage ourselves, causing us to drop back into the old familiar zone where we feel secure, 
unfortunately. And so that is that growth edge again, right? That feeling like a fraud. Things are so great. I'm such a fraud, you know? And so coming back to trusting, okay, this is, there's something bigger than me. And when you lean into that, what does it feel like when you know, like, hey, I have purpose and I need to trust that I'm being guided to something larger. And I'm not meant to control the outcome. And I'm going to stop micromanaging my miracles. So when I was um, recording this, I had to stop because my Mr. Babe woke up, Benjamin, and my girlfriend was texting me. And she is one of my oldest and dearest friends. And I feel like we're at this stage of life where we're going down, like we went to a crossroads and we're both walking in different directions. And that's beautiful in its own way. And so we often, you know, we used to have these really wonderful deep conversations. And so she texted me and she said, um, what is the difference between what is safe and known and what is uncertain and soul led? And I said, I'd say that sometimes they seem different, but at the root are exactly the same. What is uncertain and soul led is just calling to be safe and known. And what I mean by that is this growth edge, this, this feeling, this uncomfortable, this discomfort that we feel when we're stepping more fully into our own purpose, path, and truth, maybe at some point feels alluring and uncertain. Maybe it feels, feels very soul-led, right? And it's just calling to be known more deeply, right? It's just another piece of you that's being called to be known more deeply, to be integrated and to be embodied. So you could be that person that you are here to become. Okay, so I hope that you have taken away some nuggets from this so far. There's so much power behind feeling like a fraud. And the power is launching you into that next stage of life, that deep next phase. And when you trust that this is just a growth spurt, that it's all for you instead of happening to you, it's such a gift. And it, it comes with constant reminding. You know, it comes with constantly reminding yourself that like, oh, I'm growing. This is uncomfortable because I'm growing and stepping more deeply into my expansion. So use these three inner realm tips, right? You get to do all of these things. You get to stop managing your miracles. You get to let go of the control. And you get to know that you are on the right path. I intend that you can move forward more powerfully into your own truth, understanding that whatever you're experiencing right now with feeling like a fraud is on the other side of that, on the other side of that fear is everything that you want. And so walk through the flames, lean into that sharp edge and trust that what you are being guided to, that thing that's calling you to expand more deeply, to put yourself out there online, to celebrate the fact that you made $10,000 this month, to you know, lean into the fact that you are finally actually getting paid to be you or whatever it is that you're crystal clear about what you want to be doing. Um, lean in and honor 
no, you're not being, you're not a fraud. This is actually a step and a stage of the success equation, if you were going to call it that. And it's not dogmatic. It's not, there is no real equation, but it's part of, it's part of the process. And it's part of you really leaning in more deeply into the power of who you are. And if there wasn't discomfort, then we would always just stay in the same experience. And that's why it's important to experience that kind of nudging, that growth. All right. So another piece of the puzzle that really feels important to me and has supported me so deeply in understanding my purpose. And when I understand my purpose, it has helped me to continue to show up, to lean into that edge of feeling like a fraud, to move through it. It's understanding the purpose that is larger than myself. It's larger than the ego, the edging of God out, right? It's leaning into the truth. And what's helped me do that is the Akashic Records. The Akashic Records have little, literally changed my life. And in episode three with Elise Shellman, the interview, we talk about the Akashic Records. But for me, what it has helped me do is it's helped me understand why I'm here and has given me the structure to actually implement that understanding into my life. Because just entertaining these woo-woo ideas, just going into your inner realms and navigating this stuff, it really can just become an enter a form of entertainment. And for me, I want to implement so I can shed all that is not who I am and actually do the work that I know I'm here to do. And what I'm here to do is to help amazing women unveil all of the bullshit that's around who they are truly are and help them ground into their purpose at a deep level so they can do their great work and share it with the overall tribe, the world. Because I believe it's like what the Dalai Lama, Lama said, the world will be saved by the Western woman. And I feel that so many women are called to really step up into these positions where they are healing and serving the world to heal one-on-one, groups, through tarot, whatever it is. But oftentimes when you're in this kind of business, when you are driven by a purpose of healing and service, it can be kind of deceptive because you can um, easily give your gifts away for free, like I kind of spoke about earlier in this episode, or you can feel uncomfortable and not know really exactly it, what it is. It's hard to pinpoint what is it exactly that I meant to be doing and sharing with these array. I find that all of my clients have this array of talents and they're like, I'm a multi-passionate woman. Like, how do I be of service? And so I do these purpose sessions, these soul blueprint readings to serve women to understand that at soul level, you were given these gifts and that's why they become, they come naturally to you. And this is how to be of service with them. This is how to serve your community. This is how to serve the people who need what you have the most. And if you're interested in learning more about that, just DM me, head over to I am Meg Thompson on Instagram, and you can message me there. Or if you would like to sign up for a session, I will drop the link in the show notes, show notes here. And we can do a session where we, I look at your soul's blueprint and we go through all of the parts and pieces that 
is what I say, um, helping you understand how to stand on a battery for your success, supercharging your success. All right. So that is all I have to share with you today. I'm so grateful for you sharing your precious asset of time. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know. It really means so much when you leave reviews. I am so honored and it feels just, it's such a gift. And if you did enjoy this and you took something away, please be sure to share it with a friend. I know we all have friends who can use a little bit of this pick-me-up and a little extra. And I just want to say thank you for sharing who you are, for showing up, for leaning into that edge and growing into that uncomfortable space of feeling like a fraud and blowing past it, walking through the flames. And make sure that you just continue to enjoy this crazy little thing called life. Mm -hmm.